Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hi, everyone. This is Nancy with Living Relationships God's Way. Hey, today I'm talking about life in the storm. We have all, all experienced times of in our life when it is like a storm. It is like standing on the beach of the lake or the ocean and it's beautiful out and all of a sudden we see a storm rolling in. We see the clouds change. We see the clouds covering the sun and what was once a beautiful day turns into a dark day. We find ourselves suddenly in the storm. There are many times in my life I have found myself suddenly in a storm. There are some storms that I see them coming slowly. There are other storms that just fall into my life that I didn't see coming. It wasn't that I wasn't discerning what is going on around me. It wasn't that I wasn't using the wisdom that God was giving me. Life changed. Years ago, I was in two car accidents. Both of the car accidents were suddenly. There were a few years in between the accidents, but both of them were suddenly. I was on the road doing my job, and suddenly I was in a car accident. The first one, I was driving home from work. I was a sales consultant, and I had checked into the office. And I was driving home from work, and I was excited because I just had some great things that were going on in life. And I'm coming through one of these small little towns. They don't even call them a town. Usually in the state I used to live in, they would call them a village. But I did have a mailing address. Just a few houses that lived there and maybe a gas station. And I was coming over the hill into this area at the four corners. And this little village was a caution light. And I was driving an SUV and I took my foot off of the gas so I'd slow down as I approached the caution light and I went through there many many times that was just on the route there was no other route from my house to the company I worked for who was 45 minutes away for me to take so this was my usual route but as I came slowly underneath the caution light I recall as I was almost underneath it, looking at a car coming from the other way, just knowing she's going to turn in front of me. 
So as she turned in front of me and did not stop, I tried to get out of the way and my father taught me defensive driving so I tried to turn um, away from it and when she hit my vehicle it rammed me into these great big I call them iron poles that were there they were in the front of this gas station to stop cars from coming through and my SUV hit those poles. I thank God I wasn't hurt that day. I did come out with a little neck injury and back injury, but nothing was broken. My my chest was bruised from hitting my, my steering wheel. My um, shoulder harness didn't hold. And so for about a month I was sore, and then I went through some back trouble, but I healed. My vehicle was gone. It was totaled. There was a huge ripple on my SUV from the impact of hitting these poles. And the underneath of my SUV was bent. But I did not sustain any serious injuries. But that accident suddenly happened in the middle of my day. There was another time I was going home and it was uh, dark out and it was raining, it was the same route and my company had just given me a newer minivan to drive, we had company vehicles and I was setting out to take my first trip to another country with Campus Crusade and I was excited because I'm going to be gone for three weeks. I was nervous. I was excited. This was all new to me. So I'm driving home, driving sensibly. I'm not in a hurry. But it's night. It's dark on the open highway. And it's raining. And all of a sudden, something smacks the side of my vehicle. Now, I always lived in this area. So I instantly knew, oh no that's a deer. I always say I didn't hit the deer, that deer hit me. Suddenly my joy is gone and I get out. I don't see the deer anywhere. I am in the middle of a dark dark highway. It's not during the time of that I have a cell phone even. I get back in my vehicle and is what I do, I drive to the sheriff department. That's the closest to where I was at. I explain to them what happened so I have to go back to where it was, the area was because I was able to drive my vehicle. It was just smashed up the whole side. But suddenly I was in this accident both accidents I didn't do anything I was being careful suddenly I find myself in a storm of life in both areas the first one we had to figure out how to get another vehicle and there were some problems in that area the second one wasn't my fault it suddenly happened suddenly I'm in a storm 
and now I have to call my boss and let him know that van that you bought me now has a whole dented side from front to back. I'm in a storm. If you're listening to my voice today, it may not be that you are thinking about a car accident that you were in. It may be something else. It may be you know someone in Paris that experiences tragedy and you're far, far away from that area and there is absolutely nothing you can do and you can watch the news and see what's going on and maybe be in contact with them a little bit but you can't be there. You're suddenly in the storm of life or maybe there is someone in your world that is very, very ill. Suddenly there's a diagnosis and they are in the storm. They are in the storm of life and now you are in the storm with them. Have you ever thought of this? When storms of life happen, usually we're in them with other people. We're not alone. Think of the disciples. Remember in the Gospels we read about they were in the boat and the storm came up and Jesus was sleeping? But Jesus was with them and he got up and he rebuked the storm. From what we read, it looks like they weren't in that storm too long. But there are times in our lives that we are in the storm of life for a long time. I can recall not that long ago, and I'm just coming out of it right now, it's like life's ups and downs being in an eight-year storm. And thinking, God, will this ever be over? Will the rug ever stop being pulled out from underneath me? But I also know as I look back now over those eight years, they are part of my life. I don't call them the lost years. Those years are years that I began to travel. Those are the years in the middle of the storms of life that God began to build a strength in me that I didn't have prior to this. He built a faith in me where there were times that things would happen in life or in relationships and all I could do was trust God. There were times that people disappointed me the ones that I thought would be there for me walked and went the other direction. In the middle of the death of my nephew, a dear friend decided she wasn't going to speak to me anymore. I had no idea what I did. No matter what I did, I couldn't repair it. I'd ask questions. You know, go to the person. But nothing I said repaired what was there. But then I found out years later there was nothing to repair because it was a decision that she made. It was a decision she made because of what she was going through and a decision that she was making that she knew I wouldn't agree with in her life that I would speak up. So instead of talking to me about it and being there for me, she just left. But I found out years later
found out years later. It wasn't anything I did. But I was in a storm of life. And I needed people. God has sent different people into my life at different times in different seasons. Saturday was amazing as I arrived at this event and I was setting up the table and there was a coordinator that was there and she kept coming up to me and saying, Nancy, is there anything I can help you with? I must have had this look on my face because later she came up to me again. She said, Nancy, do you need anything? There was another gentleman that was working with the tech and he came up to me two or three times and said, Nancy, please be sure to let me know if there's something you need at your table. I was sitting in the uh, middle of this event as it's going on and I'm listening to the other women speakers and all of a sudden someone gets up from their table right in the middle of what's going on and she comes over to my table. I thought she was going to someone else and she comes over to my table and she begins to speak in my ear and is what she's doing. She's speaking words of encouragement but she had no idea what went on in my life Monday through Friday. She had no idea that I was in the middle of a relational storm, not just one person, but with two and three. It was like being under attack in the middle of relationships, but when God sent me to this event, it was a, for such a time as this, not only me, but for other women also. When I was done speaking and Everyone else uh, had said what they were there to speak. I went to my table and I began to talk to other women that came up to me asking questions. Because as what I was speaking about was how to persevere. And I was coming out of a real live experience of Monday through Friday and now it's Saturday had a whole week. It required me to persevere in the middle of the storm. It wasn't a time that I could quit preparing for what was Saturday. It wasn't a time that I could quit preparing for everything else that's going on in the relationship project or the relationship conference. We're climbing what I call right now a steep hill. Maybe you're in a time of life right now and you feel like things are going really good, but you know, in relational issues, there are always going to be something that crops up as long as we're in relationship with people. But you're also feeling like you're climbing a steep hill right now. You're climbing a long set of stairs. But God is in the storm with you. And he sends people if we open our eyes and we let them in, he sends people. And then is what happens. We can be there with one another, for one another. But then there are times in the middle of the storm when the relationship falls apart. And there's absolutely nothing we can do. We cannot make people love us. We cannot make people like us. We cannot fix people when we're in the storm. But there are times that God calls us and says, Nancy, let them go. They're mine. Just as I walked you through your storm and I surrounded you with people, it's time to let this certain group of people go. 
knowing that I can trust God and He will send someone else. Because we cannot help people who are attacking us. We can pray. But don't become so hurt that you don't see the other people that are around you in the middle of your storm of life. Whatever the storm is for you. For me, God sent people into my life on Saturday. Simply the woman that kept saying, Is there anything I can help you with? Or someone else looking me in the eye and saying, Nancy, are you okay? I must not have looked okay. But I was able to speak because I was speaking from experience, not from my past, but from the moment. I was speaking from hurt, from the moment. So I end with this word today. When you are in a storm of life, we have a tendency to want to withdraw off to a corner and even call it God. And there is a time to sit quiet in the middle of that storm, but it's not good for us to withdraw from life. Because pretty soon that sitting off to the side becomes normal. I'd like to end with a few words from Psalm 46 in the New International Version. I wrote at the top of this, to persevere in the storm. And I'm going to read verses 1 through 6. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Do you hear this, friends? The Lord Almighty is with us. Not maybe. Not sometime. He is with us. And verses 10 and 11, he says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. So be still in the middle of your storm that may be swirling around you and know that God is with you. And sometimes he will call us to be still as we watch it and know in our heart we're feeling it. We may be sad. We may be struggling. But it's like watching it and hearing it go on around us. But we draw close to God. We kind of step aside in our spirit and we stand firm. And we focus on God and know he's with us in the storm. So I'm going to end life in the storm this evening praying for you, whatever that storm is. So Father, I come to you right now with the people that are listening to my voice. Whatever country they live in, whatever language they speak, I ask in the name of Jesus 
that you heal their heart in the same way that you healed mine. As I walked through last week, I could literally feel you healing my heart. Even if I was crying, I knew that you were there with me and I wasn't alone. When I arrived Saturday, Lord, you sent people to me who didn't even know what was going on. You sent favor before me. You already had it in order. You already knew that there would be people there. You already knew that I would have two friends there, one sitting on each side of me. So I thank you, Lord, that you saw me. But you also see my friends. You also see each person that's hearing my voice. I ask in the name of Jesus that if there's something, something that I spoke, some word that I said, the scripture that I read, that this encourages someone that's feeling alone right now and they feel like they have been in a storm in life forever. Let them know, Father. Assure them. You see their tears. It's okay to cry. It doesn't mean we're not strong. But yet, Lord, I ask in the name of Jesus, just as you gave me, you gave me that stand firm strength. You gave me the in the middle of the attack. Once I worked through it, to know how to stand firm. You were the one standing me up. You were the one giving me joy. You were the one flooding joy into my spirit. And so I thank you, Father. And that's what I pray for my friends, wherever they're at. Whoever is hearing my voice, whatever they're going through, you know exactly what they need. You know exactly who the person is or people to surround them. Maybe it is a case of they are the ones that are saying words to others, that are bringing a storm into their life, that they are speaking cruel words. I ask in the name of Jesus that you convict them and that they go to you first and ask for forgiveness and then they go to the people that they cause the pain. Relationships. We know, Lord, are never about one person. First, it's about being in relationship with you if we received you as our Lord and Savior. And then it's about being in relationship with other people. So I thank you, Father, for those who are listening to my voice. I thank you for those who have received you. I thank you for those who will receive you, who will ask you to come in their heart, and they will then become part of the family of God and begin to grow in you. I thank you for your sustaining love, your sustaining grace, mercy, everything that you pour into us when we're in the middle of a storm. Thank you, Father, for never giving up on us when other people do. In Jesus' name, amen. If you'd like to get in touch with me, if you have any questions, or have any thoughts about what you heard, about life in the storm, email me at relationshipswithnancy at gmail.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.